a boneheaded baddie has broken into the temple. Will the heroes lay a beat down? Find out this week on The Hapless Heroes. Man, what I would do with two assholes. Welcome to another episode of the Hapless Heroes Podcast, Quarantine Edition. I am Francesco, and I will be... Hi, Fran. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host and DM, as, uh, well, I, I let the interruptions flow. Uh, <laughs> speaking of interruptions, I have a wonderful cast of characters with me tonight. <laughs> Uh, starting on my virtual left with Dave as Sudalem Rook. Good evening. John as Hondo the Immortal. Time to kill something else. Phil as Malek. Uh, hello, I will follow the man with small hands. <laughs> and Mike as Rovin Tossbottom. So many columns, so many hiding spots. Yeah, so... Speaking of columns, last time on the show, you guys had um, dealt with some horrifying um, holy water that had animated and attacked you in the form of a water, water elemental. You guys quelled some sort of magical disturbance that was causing it to do bad things. Use that holy water to cleanse a uh, desecrated symbol of Kelimvor on the on the ground in this temple underground that you are in right now beneath the Shadowfell, and then uh, struggled to figure out how to dispel a magical barrier until when, Hondo broke it. Yeah, it turns out the solution <laughs> the whole time was just to to, to 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 smash it, beat the crap out of it, and after removing this arcane barrier that was barring your way between. Um, yourselves and the actual temple proper, uh, you discovered what appears to be, you know, a, a man of some kind, uh, dressed in robes, wearing a skull mask and, uh, wielding a staff who seems to be performing some sort of ritual at the altar at the far end of this columned room. Um, and he, we left off by him uh, shouting at you, you don't know what you're doing. And that's where we're going to open up the episode right now. And you'll just hear the guy continue. And he will say, leave this place. You are dealing with forces far beyond your comprehension. The fate. And he's probably right. The fate of the prime material plane rests on this. Yes, that's what uh, we may be afraid of. You. Explain yourself. I enact my judgment for the queen's the queen's favor mm, and her is, forces. There is no time. There is no time. Must complete. Must harvest the souls. It is almost too late. That I cannot allow. Then you will be. Then you are in my way and must be destroyed. And we're going to uh, roll initiative. All right, so what you guys are going to see here at the top of initiative is that at the top of this plinth, like platform, like raised, or it's more of a dais, I guess, than a plinth. I think I misspoke in my last episode, but um, on this raised, like, circular dais, um, bursting out through the ground, uh, Look, is this horrible-looking thing? It looks like I mean, it's 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 like the, the bursting out of the ground. This thing looks like it's almost like it's made of metal, but you can see that beneath, like a lot of these spiked, plated armor that this grotesque-looking thing um, seems to be adorning is like like this like dark, um, like greenish-purple skin. 
Um, and on some of the spikes on its uh, armor, you can actually see impaled, like like actual corpses are impaled on these spikes. Ugh. Some ha- some are some appear to be relatively fresh. Others are desiccated and are nothing but bone and you know just some flesh hanging off of it. Uh, this thing stands at least probably 15 feet tall and it's like hunched over too Um, it's kind of the stance that it's in it's just these hulking tree trunks of arms uh, and legs that are again adorning this spiky armor and the person who appears to have been summoning this thing you know again just cries out uh, collect their souls bring them to the master Ebenezer Oh shit! <laughs> and well, at uh, least we know those things a bad guy. This thing bursts through the ground, and it moves thirty feet closer. Like steps off the platform, and you can just see like the stones and stuff like that that it burst out of. It's almost like it just came from underground, you know. Um, like fall off of it, and it steps towards the uh, middle of the room. And what you're going to see it do as soon as it stands in the middle of the room is it's going to inhale. And you can't even see its mouth because, like, this, like, metal helmet it's wearing is kind of covering, like, like the whole top half of its head. And, again, you know, it's hunched over, right? All you see is its helmet. But you hear it take in a deep breath. And it's going to uh, breathe out this, like, like, horrible or putrid gas. And I need everyone to make, or I'm sorry, by everyone I mean Hondo and Rovin, since from what it looks like, you guys are standing right at the edge of the um, room there. I need the two of you to make a constitution save. There you go. I got a 17. I got a 22. All right, Hondo, you're fine. However, Rovin, you fall over paralyzed. So with this and the start of each of your uh, the end of each of your turns. So pretty much it's going to use your turn to do this. You can repeat the save. All right. Yeah. Fortunately, Rovin, you are paralyzed as this you you inhaled this breath and I'm just like that one little whiff just froze you. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And then as a bonus action, you'll see that this thing um, pulls off like one of the corpses that's like stuck to it uh, and you see it like just literally crush it in its hands and all of these wisps of light exit out from that oh nice uh, a, wi- a single wisp of light em- <laughs> em- emerges out from the um, the corpse and lands uh, 15 feet in front of this uh this you know horrifying horrid abomination and it appears to be uh you know it, it's vaguely humanoid in shape but very wispy um and uh it, it's like it's just almost like a specter of a of a humanoid uh yeah and it will uh, act on its own initiative that's going to be its turn we're on to malek like you are now you are staring down humanoid in the back of the room a uh, gigantic horrid abomination in the center of this like temple chamber, and then a specter um, advancing on your group. Uh, Malak will shout out, "Let's dispatch of these evil creatures!" <laughs> and he's going to cast a blessing over the party, uh, casting bless whenever you guys make an attack or a save. Um, you can add one d4 to it. Nice. And then he is going to summon Regina, come! And a spiritual weapon is going to manifest next to him. It's a swirling gray smoky raven that's flapping its wings, but you can tell there's a uh, sort of like chain thorn whip kind of swirling inside of the smoke as this uh, raven starts hovering next to him. Nice. Give me one second, and I'm going to give you a little token to control for that. Yay! I would like to cast this spiritual weapon at a third level. Okay. 
So that means um, for um, third level or higher, damage increases by 1d8. Okay, uh, you summon it. Uh, where did you? Where do you summon it? Right in front of the spirit thing in front of me. Or, well, I guess in front of everybody, yeah. And I get to make an attack with it. It's going to be 2d8. You have to hit first, so make me the attack. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is that... Uh, it's a melee spell attack? Mm-hmm. Okay. Plus 9, 25 to hit. 25 hits it. So 2d8. So it looks like a blade, like a foot and a half long on the end of a chain, and uh, like a morning star, like a whip, it comes out and slashes through this uh, spirit. Yeah, it takes... 16, 16 force damage. It takes 16 force damage. It's uh, looking pretty terrible. It's like it's already starting to... Its form is already starting to fade. But unfortunately, the specter will uh, act before anyone has a chance to slay it. Right, Malik, you're not moving anywhere in your turn? I'm sorry, I should have asked that first. No, I'm going to stay where I'm at, and I'm just going to say, Regina, don't let up on these creatures. (laughs) He likes to talk to his uh, spiritual weapon. (laughs) You name it Regina? Wonderful. Yeah. All right, well, this uh, spirit looking thing is actually going to float its way right over to Malek. Does that give an oppy to Hondo? Nope, it is incorporeal. It literally just moves right through you. Uh, 16 will probably not beat your AC, though. Uh, 16 is my AC. Ooh, it matches. Yeah. So you are going to take 10 necrotic damage. And okay. your max HP is temporarily reduced by 10 until you finish a long rest. As you feel it literally drains some of your life force. Ah! You bastard! And now we're on to Rovin. I'm paralyzed. Yep, so uh, at the end of your turn, please make me a uh, constitution save. Well, I mean, can I do anything paralyzed? Nope. It's You have to essentially okay. end your turn so, by... So what you're telling me is, like, I just need to make constitution saving. Throw. Make the save. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> make that save. 22! No, nat 20. Ooh, yeah. yeah. That's a nat 20. Um, yeah, you... Uh, so you have to... You end your turn, but you are no longer paralyzed. Sweet. So Delamrook. Well... And he uh, sort of uh, shrugs his shoulders forward a little bit. Come, Harbinger. It's time to work. And calls forth his uh, packed greatsword from nothingness into his hands in front of him. Takes a step five feet forward right into the uh, spot adjacent to that um, ghostly thing that is attacking Malik. Yep. And because I've been forgetting, apparently I get two attacks. But since uh-huh. I forgot it earlier, haha, joke's on me. So let me uh, start by making the first attack against this uh, Luke here. That first attack is a hit with a 26. Yeah, that should do the job. And 10 slashing plus 3 necrotic. It uh, does not take the necrotic, but the 10 magical slashing damage was enough to return it back to the ether. And then he will uh, turn towards uh, his left, facing into uh, this uh, great hallway here, and uh, make an advance of uh, another 25 feet um, to round out his move. Yep, get on in that room. 20, 25. Yeah, so you're like just standing just in front of the spiritual weapon that was summoned by Malek. Yes, and um, let's see. We will take... Um, we will use Blessing of the Raven Queen. 
As a bonus action, I can magically teleport up to 15 feet to an unoccupied space I can see, and gain resistance to all damage until the start of my next turn. So I will avail myself of uh, the final uh, few feet here. And put yourself directly in front of this uh, horrid abomination. Yes, and I... um, What is the ruling on me being able to uh, take the other of my two attacks here? Uh, no, you've, you, it's when you take the attack action, you can make an, you know, an extra attack. So you've already taken the attack action against another creature. Okay, well, it cost me nothing to ask. Let's see. Um, what else can we do here? Uh, that was my bonus action, so that is going to be the entirety of my action economy, then. Well done. Hondo. It's your um, turn, my friend. Let's see. Make sure Hondo can move all the way. I can. So Hondo will move right up to the monster and hit the monster. <laughs> First is a 24. 24 hits. I thought it was going to stop on three. I was like, ugh. With 11 slashing damage. Second is a nat one. God Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Well, don't bother making that third attack roll. Huh. Uh, as you've now made yourself a juicier target because you got, caught yourself flat-footed there. Yep. Ando cannot get to break. No. Well, the first one was a nice hit. And now we're going to move on to the uh, humanoid in the back of the room. The summoner, we'll just call him so far. He is uh, feeling pretty confident because it looks like his, you know, his creations are still holding up pretty strong. And you're going to see hit, uh, you see him start to incant a spell. And he disappears. Where did that asshole go? You hear the sounds of footsteps. But you can't tell which direction they went. You know, for all the times that we've played indivis- in- invisible characters, I don't think we've ever had to compete against an invisible character. Well, count this as one of your first. This times. is it. Yeah, this is great. Because I have no fucking idea how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, that's going to be that dude's turn. We're on to the Horrid Abomination. It's going to make two slam attacks. Uh, actually, first I need to roll something. Ooh, no, it's not. You see it suck in another breath. And I need Sir Delam Rook, Hondo the Immortal, and Rovin Tossbottom to make me constitution saves. Again. Uh, I am going to use my human determination. Uh-huh. <sighs> I don't have Indomitable. Can I play today? <laughs> <laughs> Much. Uh, I don't don't know forget, I don't any, know any saves, any saves you should be adding your bless to, that D4. Oh, yeah. If that sure. makes any difference. That will make oh. a difference for me. Everyone add a it's D4. You. I have a 19. That did Hondo, make a difference. Hondo passed. Uh, Rovin, I, you, you have an opportunity here as well. Okay, yep, you, hot, uh, Rowan gets in, let's see. I have a 19. Okay. Yeah, my extra die is not really going to save me here. Yep, uh, so, Rovin and Hondo, you are not paralyzed, however, so Delam Rook, you fall down paralyzed. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you hear the, you can hear a humanoid cackle from the distance. And uh, that will be as a, bo- oh, as a, um, well, that's it. It can only do that one cool summoning thing once per short rest. So we are on to Malek. Uh, as my bonus action, I would like to move Regina up to the horrendous, hideous, horrible thing. 
abomination. And uh, 2d8, try to try to swing at this thing. It's going to be at an 11. Uh, yeah, 11 will not do it. All and right. It clinks, it clinks off of the um, you know metal that is adorning this thing's body. And as his action, he would like to cast a guiding bolt mm-hmm. at the hideous monster. Yep, go for it. Yeah, that's better. 27. 27 will hit. So it is taking, uh, let's see, since I'm out of first level slots, it's at a second level. So it's taking 5d6 radiant damage. Okay. And I'm just going to note this with a little blue dot that it, uh, the next attack against it, right, has advantage? Correct. Because it is now uh, glowing with a mystical dim light. Dim light. <laughs> uh, so that is 21 points of radiant damage. Wow, it takes 21 points of radiant damage. Uh, well done. Alec, anything else for you? Uh, just shouting at his comrades, don't let up. We'll find that sneaky bastard who went invisible, that, that sneaky piece of <laughs> shit, and get him out of here. Never give up. Never surrender. <laughs> <laughs> He's really trying to be the team leader. He's trying from the back seat, like standing way in the back by the entrance of the room. <laughs> Great job. Great job. All right. Uh, Rovin, it's your turn. Uh, Rovin moves about 15-ish feet to the column that's on his left, but closer to the horrid thing. Um, And then he is going to attack with his hand crossbow. Fire that hand crossbow. Is a 24 to hit. 24 hits. And damage is going to be seven piercing with an additional 22 sneak damage. So that is 29 piercing damage. So you see that it does shrug off some of the some of the blow from the from the bolt that you fired, uh, but it does it does still appear to be damaged. Cool. Um, and then with my bonus action, I am going to stealthily hide behind the column. Very sneaky. That wasn't the attack at advantage, right? The next melee Mm -hmm. attack is at advantage? It was the next attack is at advantage. Yeah. And you guys, every time you attack, uh, you get that bless. So it's another D4 on top of whatever your result. Do you want to roll for cool. the crit, Mike? He did. Oh, he did. Oh, he did not. Never mind. Well, I mean, we it, wait. It, it did hit. It wouldn't matter. It's, it's just a hit. Yeah, he already hit, so I didn't bring it up. Well, it could do double damage. Time. Oh, I see. Okay, I see what you're saying. Hold on one second. Anytime you save yes. or make an attack, just in case. Nope. Nope. Okay. All right. Oh, we gotta try. And then you're yeah, nope, uh, fair enough. And then I'm assuming you're hiding behind the column that you're standing behind. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, Got so it. much so. Okay, super sneaky. With my super sneaky shitty roll, but still as a twenty-three. Yeah. So Dylan, so Rook, you must not, spend yeah. your turn making a con save for me. And I will make the most constitutionalist saving this. <laughs> Add a four. To, no, you mean oh. you say, I, I would say I add a d4 to it. that, but that's a two on the die. So, yeah, it's a big old. Uh, that's a womp womp there. Womp, yep, you are womp. very much still paralyzed. I don't know if you're better or worse off than Hondo laying face down in front of it. <laughs> Oof. He's just frozen in in position with his hands up, but he's fallen over on his back. Very. That's very sad. Very comical scene in his armor. Well, Hondo, it's your turn. I will use half my movement to get up. 
And I will attack the living shit out of this thing, or try to. First is a 20 to hit, not a nat. Which gives me... Oops, sorry, I rolled it twice. Uh, I'm going to take the 11 slashing damage, just because I rolled twice accidentally. No, I mean, take the first result. Okay, 12. 12 slashing damage. Next attack is a 26, which... Oh, yep. so close to an, uh, an extra crit for me. Uh, which is 10 slashing damage. And then the third attack. Ah, uh, still no crit. Modif modify 20. Wow. I was, hoping, I was hoping for a crit there somewhere. Uh, 10. So that is a total of 32 slashing damage. Wow. Yeah, it takes 32 slashing damage and reels from that blow. You see it actually almost like take a step back from like just like the, the, the hurting you just put on it. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm going to action surge just because I want to kill this thing before it kills me. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'll do another three attacks. Hey, I got uh, the crit! There it is. Okay, okay. Nice. I get another attack for a crit, too, so I have four more attacks. Wait, what, well, you get three an extra more. attack when you crit? Yep, I get an extra attack when I crit because of my great weapon fighter. Really? Hold on a sec. How does that work? Great weapon master. If I score a critical hit or reduce a creature, I make one melee attack as a bonus action. Yep. Oh damn. <laughs> so I get three more. Um, and for every attack, you are blessed. So whatever you roll for the attack, yeah, like, add, a, add, a add, add a d4 to it. The first attack is a 26 damage. Okay. Takes 26 damage. Ooh. Oh my god! <laughs> With the good comes the bad. The dice. The dice, why, the dice why, I lose my other two attacks. The dice give wait, it. Wait, the dice wait, take wait, it wait. away. Oh wait, does wait, he wait. does he get to add that bless on a nat one? Hold on, hold on. No, I have I have a lucky feet. And I mean, sure, he can add the bless, but uh, I I have lucky oh, feet. Yeah. Okay. You wait, you're just realizing this now after how many nat ones? Yeah. Yeah, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna use one of my luckies. Reroll that. Much better with a twenty-five. Twenty-five will hit. And now I'll get my other two attacks. Mm -hmm. Which I should have used one of the luckies before, but you know, we only get three, so fifteen slashing. Twenty-seven. Goddamn. That's a 19. It's another crit. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So let's see the damage. So wow. again, 12 plus 11. <laughs> so that's another 23. 23 damage. So what was that? 26 plus 15 plus 23. Yep. I got. I, I, wow. But so I get wait, one more. I, I get one, one more attack. You got one more. Can Go for it. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> nice. You don't even need the bless. 11. It's another 11. Wow, Hondo. Uh, funny <laughs> funny enough, though, this thing is still alive. <laughs> That's awesome. That's fine. I just wanted to make sure I hurt as much as I could. You put quite the hurting on it, and you have drawn its ire for sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, I'm probably going to get hit pretty hard after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So um, after your turn is over there, because that was just an impressive display of of, of just fucking <laughs> craziness. Hack and slash. Um, from somewhere to your right, to the uh, eastern side of the room, a blast of cold air fires out. I need everyone um, in that area, so it looks like Sir Delamrook, Hondo, and Rovin to make constitution saves, please. Alright. Another nat 20! Wow. <laughs> remember, remember, add a d4. Add, add a, a d4. d4. To the nat 20? Well, I mean, for the others. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, I have a thir I have a thirteen. Saruk, ten. 
Yeah, let's see. It's a uh, nine plus one, so a ten. Uh, So, Saruk, you're going to take 44 cold damage. Actually, and so are you, uh, Rovan. No, I'm not. Uh Oh, right, because you have uncanny dodge. Uh, I have uncanny dodge, so I'll only take 22. Thank you. Yep, and Hondo, you will also take 22 cold damage. Um, does my splint armor of cold resistance do anything about that? Uh, yes. Nice. You take 11 cold damage. Ha-ha! Did you look at that? So useful. Um, then you hear another shuffling of footsteps. And then the the big the big boy that has taken an, abs- more. an absolute beating from Hondo will attempt to put the hurting on him. Just roll a d6. Yep, uh, it's going to make two slam attacks on you. First one's a twenty-two to hit. Yep, that'll hit. Okay, you're taking twenty bludgeoning damage and sixteen necrotic damage. Jeez. So that's 36. The second slam will be a 21 to hit. Yep, that hits. Uh, 23 bludgeoning and 7 necrotic, so 30. <laughs> Hondo is barely clinging to life. Smashes <laughs> you back. Okay. <laughs> uh, and it's now Malek's turn. Mm. Do I do I move? I actually move backwards? No, no, I'm just saying like it it, it, it returned the favor is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Yeah. Um so this is yeah, but like you're just watching this absolute fucking melee take place <laughs> in this room now. We're just like they're, they're, the Hondo and this like horrid thing are just like trading blows. Yeah, yeah. Lots of blows going back and forth. <laughs> so um So many blows. They're blowing. He'll try Try again, bonus action with his uh, Vagina. Okay. So the spiritual weapon flails itself over and... 18 plus 9 is 27. Yep, that hits. Okay. So it's 2d8 plus 5. 1 and a 1, so 7. <laughs> wow. Force damage. Uh, that sucks. That's that's not fun. All right. Um, and I do want to cast some. Uh, let's say some cure wounds on my boy. But uh, you're a little too far for cure wounds. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to get. Oh, that's touch. Shoot. What am I thinking of? You mean that healing word? Yeah, I got that healing word. Word. That's 60 feet. I still, uh, what am I, about 45? Yeah. One, two, three. Okay, yeah, okay. So I'll cast that healing word at a second level. My last second level. What's the word? Nostrovia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. All right. And uh, what's that? What's that healing looking like? Okay. You had me all tossed up there. How, wow! So, so sorry. All right. One d four plus uh, plus five. Well, you have another. That second level or higher increases by a d. So two d four plus five. Better make those d four count. Do I roll it or if Phil rolls it, right? Yep, you got it. 12. Nice. Right? 12 is coming. Pretty good. Pretty good. Almost almost the maximum you can get from that. So, yep. Hondo, you regain 12 hit points. Yay. He appreciates, he appreciates the valiant effort and uh, sees that he's taking the brunt of the hits up front. He's still very <laughs> concerned about this, this invisible guy floating around here. He can hear him walking around. Well, Rovin, 
Um, after being blasted by cold, it's now your turn. Um, I am going to attack the horrid thing. Well, mm, I'm going to... I'm going to attack him with my short sword, and I'm going to actually move up to him. So I'm going to go... 20, right? I can do that. Yep. So I'm I'm next to him, and then I'm going to attack him with my short sword. Stabby, stab, stab. Stabby, stab, stab. Okay. Is that the raven right there? I'm going to use the same area as the raven. The, it's the, then, the magical flail, and no, you cannot occupy the same space as it. Why not? It's taking up the full space. It's 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 big and wispy and flying around. Yeah, but I'm a halfling. Okay, fine. You're right. It's like a big smoky raven. Yeah, also, I know. Also, you're right. It's uh. I'm gonna I'm gonna take up the same space as it. Okay, cool. You All right, that. short sword, boom. But wait, but wait! I am a halfling, and I have lucky. You're still all blessed. Every single attack is the, but, the D4. But it's a nat two. one. Nat one doesn't really help with anything. So I'm going to use lucky, and I'm going to re-roll that. Uh-huh. Get back to where I was. Sorry. Uh, okay. I rolled yeah. a 16 plus the four. D4. Oops. There we go. So I rolled a 18. Okay, uh, 18 hits. Great. And that's going to do, because it's engaged with someone else, it's going to do 10 piercing damage and 22 sneak damage, giving it 32 damage. Holy crap. 32 damage directly to the forehead. What does it look like? Yes. Oh, nice. Um, so he, he kind of stealth. Uh, makes his way through the raven, the wispy black raven, and kind of like poofs out of the raven, stabs the thing right underneath like it's armor. the, like, yeah, where the, there's almost like there's a gap under his armor, and he just kind of like gets it right in the middle there, and tears off some of the corpse, like, in the process, and it just like, tears like the front chest of him and he collapses. Yep. Cool. Cool. We're not done. Um, so since I have a bonus action and I don't have to disengage, I'm actually going to hide myself among the black wispy raven. Like like the spiritual weapon thing that's floating around? Yeah, whatever that is. Sure. You do that. Mm. Her name is Regina. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a, a, a no. I'm not gonna do that because it's gonna move. So I'm gonna actually hide. No. Yeah, let's just stick with that. Let's stick with that. Okay, you're uh, hidden. So Dylan Rook, make me a Constitution save. Plus D four. Plus D four. Oh, don't even need it. All right. A 19 will do you. You are no longer paralyzed. Thank God. Thank God. That's your turn, though. Yep, that's it. Um, Hondo, there is uh, an invisible enemy in this room still. Um, Which side of the room did the Kona Cold come from? It came from your right. Okay. To the, uh, the eastern side of the room. Kondo is going to walk 10 feet to the north east. Yep. East there. Mm-hmm. And he's going to swing his sword. <laughs> swing his sword in what direction? <laughs> <laughs> just around him. Literally just around him. I'm going to do it at disadvantage. Yeah, make, me, yeah, try- make me an attack at disadvantage, please. I'm going to. Can I, do, can I do three of these randomly walking around the room swinging my sword? Make me three attacks at disadvantage. <laughs> 18. Plus D4. Oh, yeah. Four, so 22 is the first swing. 
Mm-hmm. You hear a ah! Uh, he obviously is going to swing two more times. Uh, before so you hit. Bef- before you do that, as a reaction, you 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 you, you see like a fiery pulse emit, mm-hmm. emit from where you smacked this invisible thing. One sec. Great. <laughs> well, at least we found out where he is. <laughs> Just making sure I get the dice right on this. Hondo's about to explode. <laughs> uh, Hondo, make me a dexterity saving throw, please. Okay. Oh, that wasn't a disadvantage. It's an 18. Okay, 18 matches, so you do pass. However, you're going to take half of 21 fire damage. So you're going to take 10 fire damage. Okay. As you are rebuked for hitting it, but yes, you can still make your other two attacks at disadvantage. The 20. That's That wasn't at disadvantage. That's disadvantage. Oh, they're both at disadvantage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're it, oh, he's still invisible. Still invisible. Still you are wildly swinging so, around. So then, uh, there, for the, there was a twenty. I'll put it back at disadvantage because I rolled the second one with a twenty-three, <clears throat> and then uh, twenty-two. Jesus Christ! The, yeah, you, th- that's yeah. not that's you, not even including yeah, you, uh, the you, plus fours. Right, you hit yeah. you hit with both. Uh, you actually hit so, with all three of your attacks. Did he uh, get lucky and just pick the right spot though? That's crazy. He really did. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he really, he really did. He picked the exact right spot. That's twenty-five slashing damage, and as a bonus action, I'll use my second wind to regain some HP, <laughs> granting me nineteen health back. Okay. Um, you didn't hear a body drop to the floor. Nope. But uh, I'm, swinging, I'm swinging in the right spot. <laughs> ish, right? Yeah, because it's still a disadvantage. But yeah, you do that. All right. Um, this the, the 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 invisible humanoid will take its turn, provoking no Avi because it's invisible. Wait, is that the invisible? I think Malik gets to go next because that big monster is dead. The invisible guy is after Malik. Um, it's it's not show. No, it's 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 after he's after you. He has a five on his yeah, initiative. It's just not it's just not showing on the uh, yeah, it's, it's not showing in the turn order because I have it on a different layer. Got um, it. So that's why you can't see some. It's on the, it's on the GM layer, so I'm still moving yeah. him around, but um, you can't see it. No, I had I thought Roven Tossbottom was the thing. Gotcha. I was confused. Two. So um, some things happen. It, it, you hear some another shuffling of footsteps. Um, and oh, let's see. Let's have some fun. Um, from the back of the room, like towards the stairs where you entered into it from, six bolts of magic fly out and impact you, Hondo. And you take 24 damage. God damn it. <laughs> Just back and forth with my health. <laughs> magic missile never misses. Right. And then another shuffling of footsteps. Mm. Malek. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm well. I am curious here, only because I'm looking at one of my spells. Um, on the core page, it says it's three d eight plus five healing for the mass heal wounds. Mass cure wounds. Yep. Mass healing word. Oh, mass healing word. Okay. One d four mass cure wounds. Three d eight. Okay, that's what I was looking at. Okay. Sorry, I was like confusing these two things. There we go. Okay. 
Yeah, that's what uh, Malak is going to do. He is walking up through the threshold to, to this chamber. Hold on, your, your, your audio was cutting out again there. there. Give it a sec. Sorry, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's because yeah, I think, uh, uh, I'm here, dragging drag yourself, and you go talking. And announce what you're going to do. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll split them up like that. Okay. <clears throat> All right, that's where I think it would be. So you moved up, like what, like 20 feet? Yeah. Into the room, into where I believe it's about 30 feet. From from where Hondo is in range. Okay, a thirty foot radius sphere. So I'm gonna try to get in this sphere as well, encompassing all of my allies. Sure. And they're gonna get three D A plus five. Nice has no effect on undead or constructs. Yep. So let me roll these. Seventeen hit points. Nice. For all of you guys, anybody. And uh, bonus action wants to move his Regina 20 feet closer to where this creature is. So he's guessing, and I don't think he can get all the way. But Regina tried to find it. Yeah, so like where, like where in, whereabouts are you moving in into the room, like eastern, western, towards you, towards Hondo? It can only move 20 feet. Okay. But you moved it closer to Hondo. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Um, all right. That's Rovin, it's your turn. You are facing an invisible enemy. Yeah. And the wisp is gone, right? The wisp isn't there anymore. Yep, nope, it's just... Uh, you guys... I mean, it looks like you're alone room with your friends. I'm going to make my way over to that first column. Like when you first walk in to the right or to the left. Yep. And I'm going to hold my action. If he appears during this turn, I am going to attack him if he's within range. Within sounds good. Um, yeah, and then, if you, if you so I'm. If you see something happen close to you, right? Right. And then my bonus action is hiding behind the column. You do that. Cool. Saruk. Okay, so let's it's not, see. It's not fun when the invisibility has been turned against you. Yeah, not not at all. <laughs> So, and he must have greater invisibility too, because yep. I hit him three times. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's exactly what was cast. Aha! I'm going to use my Arcanum Investiture of Ice, <laughs> which is my sixth level spell that I can use once per long rest. Yep. Until the spell ends, ice rhymes your body, and you gain the following benefits: you are immune to cold damage and have resistance to fire damage. You can move across difficult terrain created by ice or snow without spending extra movement. The ground in a ten-foot radius around you is icy and is difficult terrain for creatures other than you. Their radius moves with you. You can use your action to create a fifteen-foot cone of freezing wind extending from your unstri outstretched hand in a direction you choose. Each creature in the cone must make a con saving throw. Creature takes 4d6 cold on a failed save, half as much on a successful. Oh, damn. Creature that fails as save against this effect has its speed halved until the start of your next turn. So you, uh, yeah, investiture of ice. Let's put a little blue dot on your sheet. And... Yes. 
All right, so we've got that. You are concentrating on that. Speaking of concentration, I totally forgot to roll uh, concentration checks for when he got hit three times while he's invisible. Uh Uh-huh. You want to go ahead and... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. He's walking around and just like, oh, that, that Hondo really, really got me. Three times. Let's see. <laughs> uh, DC is let's see, half the damage it took because it's more than 10. So let's see. It was eight slashing, 10 slashing, or seven slashing, right? Those three attacks, it looked like. Yeah, I, I, I keep forgetting to re-roll my ones so and twos. So I need to roll. So oh, actually, wow. no. So the, so the DC for him is 10 on each of those three hits. Okay, one second. Oh, yeah. Failed. Uh, you, ah! see, you see it appear. So I'm going yes. to make him appear where he... Uh, Sir uh, Rovin, I'll let you take your reaction. Cool. So with my hand crossbow, I, I trigger when I see him. There it is. Yep, that hits. 21. No sneak attack, though. There it goes. Seven piercing damage. Takes seven piercing damage. And he cries out, No! You don't know what you're doing! Before the end of Sir Delamrook's turn, I would like to use my bonus action to apply Hexblade's Curse to this newly visible... uh, He's cursed as fuck now. Yes, he is. And, uh, yeah. He's super cursed. He's very cursed. Hondo. Uh, you know what Hondo's doing now that he can see him. Uh-huh. Uh, hold on. Let me just make sure I have the distance. He's going the distance. I do. He's going for speed. <laughs> Uh, so Hondo positions himself directly in front of him uh-huh. <laughs> and proceeds to hit him as hard as he possibly can. Uh, 23 to hit for the first one. Plus D4. Uh, yep. I rolled two twos. All right, so, I'm so hold on. Re- um, okay, sorry, you're going you're gonna to do what with the? I, I get to re-roll twos, ones and twos. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, so I'm going to re-roll both of those. So I'm going to re-roll 2d6. Mm-hmm. Much better. Uh, so that's 14 damage on the first attack. Okay. Uh, as a reaction again, you will be rebuked. Okay. So make, me a, de- make, make me a deck save. Uh, I think that's just a 13. Um, plus your blessing. So plus, add a, you can add a d4 to oh, that. Oh, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. He hasn't needed it. 14. That's still not going to help you. Um, You are going to take 23 fire damage. Okay. And now Hondo is really pissed. (laughs) And he will do the other two attacks. All right. 18. (laughs) Jesus. That hits. Um, I'll I'll do the extra just in case. Yeah, it's a 21. 21 hits. Another two, which I will re-roll. Eight plus... Four. Twelve. Twelve slashing damage. Oof. the last attack. 25. Oof. (laughs) And that's 11 slashing damage. Has one hit point left. (laughs) <laughs> Somebody kill it before it kills me. <laughs> wow. Well, it gets to go first, though. Oh, so within an inch of its life, it's going to use its uh, opportunity to do a villainous monologue. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he says, no, you have disrupted the ritual. We cannot collect the souls. And without that. Vecna will destroy everything. Oh, great. <laughs> Living, dead Ebenezer, Lord Ebenezer, is the only one who stands a chance and stands in the way of death itself and will become the true master of death. You will not stop him. 
And with that, he you see him summon a gigantic fireball over his head. And he drops it down straight at his feet. Super duper. Hondo, Malek. Uh, what's the range in this again? 20 foot radius. Let's see. Yes. Yep. Hondo and Malek make me deck saves. Yes, sir. <laughs> Plus four. D4. Yes, plus four. We all get the bonus. Hondo's about to immortally die. <laughs> Again, you don't age. You're not invincible. <laughs> Great. So uh, I, I got ten. And Hondo, I don't think a D4 is going to save you in the two on the die there. No, so no, it's not. Both of you take 30 fire damage. Okay. A good thing I have resistant fire damage. My hellish resistance. Mm. And this creature, or this person, uh, is literally an ash pile on the ground now. And we are out of initiative. And Hondo's at negative 18. <laughs> wow. Oh, buddy. At least he had a chance to do his villainous monologue. Yep. So I don't think anyone here really knows what he was talking about. Well, anyone nope. here as in any of these characters, but you guys have a general idea of what we're talking about, what's going on here. Right. Sounds like instead of one asshole, we have two assholes. <laughs> um, so Man, yeah. what I would do with two assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> we will uh, pause this little uh, celebration here and end this episode. Great, because I got to get to work. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this adventure. We'll have another uh, episode to, you know, wrap up some of the story pieces here and see what fate befalls our uh, badly singed Hondo. (laughs) But until then... If you like us, you can find us on the internet. We're on such places as Twitter and Instagram at Hapless Heroes. We are on Facebook and Reddit. Just search Hapless Heroes Podcast. Those places have sticky posts that will point you to the best place to hang out and interact with us on the internet, our Discord server. Lots of fun things going on there. You know, lots of people interacting, sharing stories, game tales. We even have our name buckets in there. It's just so many great, awesome places to have a conversation. Um, So yeah, join us. It's pretty awesome and great. But if you really, really like us, you can leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Uh, Each review helps us grow in the ranks, gets more people listening to this little thing that we've been doing. Um, And, you know, if you say some kind words to us, we'll say some kind words right back to you on the air because you need to know that you're a five-star human. Now, if you really, really, really like us, you can donate to our Patreon. It's just patreon.com slash heroes. Lots of fun rewards, behind-the-scenes audio, bloopers, um, special Discord roles and a secret channel, um, you know, planning a game night for our patrons as well, current and past and future. Uh, yeah, so, you know, find us there. If it's find it's worth your hard-earned dollars, each every single dollar that we, you know, do make from donations there just has gone right back into this show. So you're just kind of helping sustain us for another year. Uh, I mean, I don't mind paying for this out of pocket, but it's surely it's surely nice to see that we have an audience that supports us. It really, really just warms my heart. Um, it's just wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and if you like us, love us, Sally Field, and the whole deal, uh, make a cheese sculpture out of your favorite character. Send us yeah. a picture. Ooh, Delicious what, cheese. What kind of cheese would be the best for sculpting? Dealer's choice. Pepper Jack. Yeah. This is a Buffalo based podcast. Blue cheese only. (laughs) (laughs) Gorgonzola. (laughs) I feel like that needs to be the name of a character coming up now. Yeah. Well, there's a Gorgon, right? And there's just name of Zola. Oh, God. So Zola the Gorgon. (laughs) Yeah, that's beautiful. Anyways, before we get too far off the rails, as we tend to do on this show, I'm going to go ahead and outro this cast, starting from my virtual right, Mike as Robin Tossbottom. 
What the actual crap just happened? <laughs> Phil as Malek. I will try to revive him. Even though I'm not sure with hands that small he wants to be revived. <laughs> John is Hondo the immortal question mark? I can't die, I'm immortal! <laughs> and Dave as Sir Delamrook. I'd fallen and I couldn't get up. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Francesco. We'll see you next week. I love you. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Is Hondo's small hands now canon? <laughs> 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 <laughs>